So you've heard the stories, a lot of feedback on the callers today too, just saying how brave they are and, and lovely to hear their stories. And a lot of people saying, this is how I feel, I'm going to try and get help. Which is why we're discussing it, because the, the, the kind of the catalyst for this discussion was the fact that it's just so hard to get to see a psychologist, they're telling us. On the line with us is a psychotherapist and co-host of the Nutters Club on ZB, Kyle McDonald. G'day, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Kia ora. Kia ora. So, mate, how hard is it to see a psychologist now? Um, yeah, look, unfortunately, um, all the reports line up with, uh, with my experience and, and what I'm hearing. Um, you know, our clinic here in Auckland is running a wait list, um, which we estimate, because it's hard to be exact, somewhere between three to six months. Um, I'm personally not taking any new clients at the moment. My wait list is full. Um, and it's pretty similar around around the traps here in Auckland. So, you know, it is, it is really, really tough for people, and I really feel for folks who are, who are trying to find someone urgently to talk to. Why is it so tough? Is it through lack of psychologists or psychiatrists? Is it a lack of funding? Uh, look, I think it's a bit of a perfect storm. Um, you know, the, the funding, we've known that there hasn't been enough money in the sector um, since, you know, 2016-17, really. And, and time it was very difficult to get into the publicly funded services. Things that have now changed since uh, the um, pandemic and since the lockdowns last year is that now private services services are overwhelmed. So what Mm. that says is that even if you have money, you're struggling to find someone to talk to, which does suggest that we've got, uh, you know, a chronically growing problem of people who need um, emotional health and support. Did COVID make a big difference, the lockdown particularly? Yeah, look, I've, I've, I've seen some, some data around, around the traps and certainly anecdotally my experience is that we just went from being busy to overwhelmed. Um, and I think it really has made a huge difference. You know, we, we, I think Kiwis, you know, unfortunately are pretty good at being stoic and kind of getting on with it. And I think we've done that with the pandemic. And I also think it's kind of hard for us in the global picture to, to really be able to, to sort of own and validate the fact that actually it's an incredibly stressful time for lots of us. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it has had an impact, particularly in terms of anxiety, and I think there's going to be that, that impact's going to rumble on for quite some time. Kyle, we've only got about 60 seconds left, but do you think that people working from home, which is a business model that we're being talked up uh, all the time now, do you think working from home is contributing to this? Yeah, look, I think it suits some, um, but I think what is missing, of course, is that incidental kind of social contact, the, you know, the, the water cooler conversations, the cup of tea in the break room, that kind of social contact is really easy to underestimate in terms of how it keeps uh, our emotional well-being afloat. We're, we're social creatures and we need to be in herds. Right. And the last thing from me, which I'm really intrigued by this question, even if I do say so myself, <laughs> are we worse than the rest of the world or is it similar every other country? Oh, good question. Unfortunately, the trend around the OECD is pretty similar. Um, rise in anxiety, rise in mental health disorders. The picture in the UK and the US is similar, but of course even worse because of their COVID impacts. Scary. Kyle, thank you very much Thanks, for your expertise. Kyle. Okay, Cheers. look, helpline services are available right now in New Zealand and they offer support, information and help for you and your parents, family, Fano, and friends. Visit mentalhealth.org.nz slash helplines for all of those services.